Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 15 in the book of First Peter. We're going to talk about suffering today, and actually, we're going to talk to, to the point of welcoming suffering. That's going to be my title today. We can get to welcoming suffering. We've come a long way. So yesterday, we started with suffering and asked, what can suffering do for me? And opened the concept thinking that suffering could be a gracious and a beautiful thing. And it might be the exact acreage where we meet the goodness of God in a special way. And if you talk to people who have suffered, uh, this is often a part of their story. Now, it doesn't have to be because you've got free will in there. And suffering will never work if you're not mindful of God. So this awareness and a sensitivity before him that he is here, he's in the suffering, he sees it. Um, we want to get to the point where we don't suffer alone. And by that, I mean with suffering without God. Um, suffering will never work if we're not mindful of God. So we are supposed to be mindful of him and allow him to be mindful of us in his sight, in his, uh, in his purview, pleasing him. So when we ask, what can, what can suffering, can suffering do something for me? The answer is yes, it can do something for you. It can, it can cause us to be mindful of God and allow us to have God's mindfulness comes tor- towards us. So suffering, a suffering event, is an invitation for you to invite God to your suffering event. And we finished yesterday by asking, Lord, I invite you to my suffering. Let me read in 1 Peter two verses today, uh, verse 19 from yesterday and then verse 21 today. This is kind of yesterday. For this is a gracious thing. When mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. And then verse 21. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you might follow in his footsteps. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you might follow in his steps. So the first point here, and most disturbing, is you have been called to suffering. So God knew that this was coming. He has an end in mind with this process. So sit with this. Uh, I am called to it. Maybe, Maybe now, or maybe you're called to it in the future, or maybe you're called to be alongside of those who are currently suffering. So if you ask the question, where is God during suffering? Well, he's before it, and he's with you during it, and he's thereafter. Uh, it is a place where he uniquely meets us. God meets us especially in suffering. So don't be surprised by suffering, because we're called to it. And in a sense, as Christians, and and this disturbs me as much as as it's going to you when I say it, is we are to be welcoming suffering. So when we say we're called to this, well, the the call means we're summoned and summoned by name, very with the specificity. And who, who summons us? Well, remember, he's the beautiful one. He's the kind one. He's the favored one. He's the one that says this can be a gracious thing. So we're summoned by a wonderful sovereign. And by accident? No, in sovereignty. And randomly? No, by name, with specificity. So we're summoned by the sovereign with sovereignty and with specificity. And to who? 
He's the one that invites us to invite him into the suffering. And all along, we are seen in the suffering. So under the under his sovereignty, under his, under his purview, he is within reach during this. He's near during suffering. So could it be that suffering might even be welcomed? Can we look to the gracious one, to the one that we are mindful of, knowing that he's present and knowing that he is inviting us to invite him to the suffering event? Let's welcome the one who suffered for you. Okay, verse 21. So verse 21 brings in uh, our, in our understanding and remembrance and admiration and very specifically Jesus. Verse 21. For to this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you. So suffering, past tense, has been done. Unjust suffering specifically. Um, and our suffering makes us recall and reflect and imitate, kind of shut our mouths and look to Jesus. So with suffering, sometimes we want to scream, well, hey, this is unjust, and why me, and I didn't deserve this. Well, couldn't the same screams be verbalized about our suffering servant, Jesus? Of course. And we are called, summoned by name, to unjust suffering because Jesus was called by name to unjust suffering. Jesus was the one that made suffering a beautiful thing. In fact, the thing that distinguishes Christianity amongst all other religions, worldviews, is suffering. It's this distinguishing characteristic of our leader. Uh, he was the most mindful of God, and in the most unjust of situations, the most undeserving uh, person of ever uh, in history, and yet was allowed and even called to that. So we are to, the charge today is let's invite the Lord to our suffering. Let's remember him in his suffering. And then he says here, he's going to leave us an example. And the Greek word is just a beautiful word for this, is that he leaves us an underwriting. He leaves us an undertracing. And the idea is he he did suffering perfectly. And when we face suffering, we take our piece of paper and we put it over his suffering piece of paper, and we say, what did Jesus do? How did he write this the first time? How did he do this perfectly? And we trace the letters exactly. So he left us an underwriting so that we trace over the top of it. So let's invite him to our suffering. Let's remember him in his suffering. Let's follow his example specifically by tracing over the way that he has, that he has suffered. So let's not be surprised by suffering. Let's even, I know this is a big ask today, let's welcome suffering. Thank you for listening.